Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. One of whom is in studio, Chloe Atkins. Hello. Welcome to the show. Wait, why don't I put your mic on? That would be nice. Hi, Chloe. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. And Rick Landau, you're here with us as well? I am. Thank you very much for inviting us this morning. Oh, it's a pleasure. So you are here because I was reading about the wonderful... Uh, work that you're doing as a program in collecting seaweed at dawn to protect clean water. That is literally the headline, collecting seaweed at dawn to protect clean water. So let me ask you first, Rick Landau, tell us your position, what school you're affiliated with, and what is this about? Okay, well, I'm actually on the board of directors of Ash Creek Conservation Association, Okay, which is uh, here in Black Rock, uh, a local grassroots organization, uh, which was formed 20 years ago, um, basically to protect Ash Creek. But we've um, expanded a bit, and we any conservation issues in the region we're willing to take up if we see that feel like it needs uh, attention. So uh, um, <clears throat> I got involved with the organization and uh, through the Unified Water Study, which is. Um, a a Save the Sound program, and they have local organizations uh, on the periphery of Long Island Sound um, who all do the same testing. So the Ash Creek Conservation Group uh, is doing the monitoring in Black Rock Harbor and Bridgeport Harbor, and I'm doing the coordinating of that. And it's in conjunction with the aquaculture school where Chloe is a student. Hi, Chloe. Okay, so you're a high school student. How old are you? I'm 17. You're 17. Does that mean you're entering your senior year? Yep. And what school do you go to? I go to Bridgeport Aquaculture and Stratford High. Yeah, it's very, very cool. I've, I've read about them, and, I, and I, I think I know exactly where they are. They're not too far from Captain's Cove, right? That's yeah, a, we're actually on Captain's you're Cove. You're on Captain's Cove. Yeah, I stumbled upon you one time when I was at Captain's Cove, and I was like, that is so cool. So what made you decide to go to this school? 
Well, I've always been passionate about climate change and the ocean since I live so close to it, and I decided I wanted to like pursue marine biology from an early age, and I figured that this school would be like my best opportunity and give me the most early onset education to like further a career in marine biology. So are you, is this your full-time high school curriculum? Um, I spend the first two hours of my morning at Bridgeport Aquaculture, and then I return to my home school to take core classes. So I give up electives to take extra science at aquaculture. That is so amazing. And so tell me about getting up at dawn. What are you doing? Um, well, I have to be at Captain's Cove by like 6, and we should be departing by 6. But we leave with other students and Rick and my uh, ecology teacher, Miss Turner. And we basically go out to the very perimeter of the harbor, and we have about six stations that we work our way inwards, doing water quality testing at the surface and at the bottom, and recording data to send to save the sound, and sometimes collecting seaweed. And what, what, are you, what kind of a boat are you on? Uh, we're on one of the smaller aquaculture boats from the school. Not the main boat, but it's probably like 20 feet. A 20-foot boat. Mm -hmm. And how many people are on it? Uh, We usually go with, like, three or four other students. Okay. And so when you're on there, what is your main mission? Do you have nets? Tell me. Explain to me what you're doing. Like, what are you doing? To take water quality and to collect seaweed, we use this instrument called a sand, which is about a foot and a half long, maybe three inches wide. So it's, like, circular. It's like a sphere almost. And that's what can take all the, like, water quality uh, different numbers and like things such as like turbidity, chlorophyll. Are um, you using big words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What is turbidity? What is that? Rick can answer that. What, uh, come on, Mine, Chloe. Yeah. Wittgenstein said, <laughs> if you can't teach it, you don't know it. What's What does the word turbid mean? What What is that? What is that? Tell me. Anybody? Rick, what's turbidity? Yeah, that's the clarity of the water. So the more turbid the the less clear. Ah, so cloudy, icky water is too turbid. And, and Chloe, are there mm-hmm. measurements that you're aiming for every day? Like when you do this, are you then looking at the data? We're not really looking at the data. We're more sending it into like save the sound. But when we're out there, we can kind of get like a feel for like how good or bad it is. Like the further you work into the harbor, there's less water circulation. So it, obviously the water's gets pretty nasty Mm. and it gets like what is called hypoxic where there's no oxygen yeah especially in the summer but what you can notice in the summer you can watch as the because we do this across the different seasons you notice that the water gets more and more hypoxic the warmer it gets and it's been getting hypoxic sooner in the very like very like notch of the harbor almost so it's like hypoxic is uninhabitable and it's not good for the fish and everything. Right, right. You know what? I just had Tom Anderson on the show this week. Do you guys know Tom Anderson? Rick, do you know Tom? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and he wrote a book that I would suggest that should be part of your curriculum called This Fine Piece of Water. And he wrote it in the 1980s about the history and condition of Long Island Sound. It is incredibly readable. It is a must, and you ought to read it because it, it gives you a primer on what the sound used to be like, the kind of extraordinary abundance of lobsters and whales and an array of fishes that we can't even imagine, and then the history of industrialization and sewage effluent that basically you know, polluted it 
so that it, we weren't even sure if it would come back. But Tom said this week that the sound has made a significant recovery, particularly in Connecticut waters. Rick, how long have you been involved? And can you say that that's true with respect to the waters that you've seen? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, well, I've been involved for four years. And, you know, they uh, see the sound studies trends. And generally, I think, if I remember correctly, I think... The, they use like a seven-year period to say something is a trend because, you know, there's all kinds of weather events, things that happen year to year. So um, I can't necessarily say that from my experience, but I know from what I've read and looking at Save the Sounds data because they have data that goes back quite a ways, and uh, the sound itself has made uh, a a tremendous rebound. I mean, there are – Sharks in there now. There's seals in there. Uh, that's all good signs for the sound. Um, the program that we're involved in really is focused on the bays and harbors on the periphery mm-hmm. of the sound. Okay. Because uh, when they started this program, I think in 2015 it was conceived, uh, they realized that uh, they had excellent data on the sound itself, but they. Um, there was no unified way to measure the different embayments. Different groups were doing testing, but they didn't use the same equipment. They didn't use the same procedures, so it couldn't be um, compared. So hence the Unified Water Study was born, and now there's over, well over 20 groups, like we're one of the groups, uh, doing testing in well over, uh, well over 40 embayments along the peripheral periphery of the sound on uh, the shore of uh, Long Island and Connecticut. And uh, this way that the data is extremely comparable. And this gives them uh, uh, help show legislators where the target areas are, where the biggest problems are, and where, you know, money should be focused to try and make improvements. Uh, You know what's so great about that, too, Um, We're chatting with two people who are committed to a program that has them get up and and look at the sound and take uh, from the harbors and the inlets and take data. What's so amazing about it also is that every single person, Chloe, that you're with, you now have a personal commitment to the health of the water. Like you really care about it in a very visceral way. You're not going to let it just disappear without some activism, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so you're a senior. So where would you like to go to school? Um, I'm looking at a variety of schools for marine biology, but I'd like to say in the Northeast, so I believe Roger Williams or Northeastern. 
Northeast. My son went to Northeastern. You know, the great thing about Northeastern is they're famous for their co-op program, which at yes. six months at a time lets you go do whatever you can do, and then you come mm-hmm. back and finish school a little bit later. It's I, I would highly recommend that. It's very cool, and you can get your hands dirty. What about Woods Hole up at the Cape? Uh, Woods Hole, I fell in love with that when I went there when I was younger. That would be like my dream to work Dream, there. That's like right? my goal. Yeah. That's your goal. So you have to figure out a different way to get there, right? Definitely. You know what you should do? You should go there, and you should ask the people what they did to get there. That's a very good idea. That's how you do it. And then, you know, that's how you do it. That's, that's what I would do. Because it's not obvious how you would get to a place like that, right? Exactly. If you love marine biology. So you have to ask them, well, what did you do? What schools did you go to? And maybe there's a summer internship there or something. Yeah, I know uh, Northeastern goes there on co-op, so that yeah, would be the goal. that would be the goal. That's fantastic. Now that you're getting your hands dirty in the muck and the seaweed, Chloe, uh, do you, do you, what are your thoughts about climate change? In other words, are you hopeful? Are you pessimistic? Do you think it's a problem that you can get your arms around? I'm curious about your attitude about all of this. Well, I always would consider myself a climate enthusiast. Enthusiast, but working with Unified Water Study has, you know, expanded my interest more. And like, I got to see a new perspective of how it affects us, like directly, like in our own neighborhoods. But I would say for climate change, it definitely is active and happening. But I'm hopeful that, especially my generation, can hopefully clean up what further generations messed up. I would hope so. I'm yeah. so sorry to leave you with it. <laughs> I know. But don't you feel that way, Rick? Don't you feel? You know, uh, responsible we, and really, guilty about it. I do. I do. Abso- absolutely. I mean, when we growing up, there were a lot of things that we just didn't know anything about. There's a lot of uh, water bodies being polluted and air being polluted. Well, it's just one selfish, it's one selfish short-sighted decision at a time. You know, it's one sort of like, let's dispose of this now and not think about it. A a disposable culture that grew up, a consumer-based culture, a plastic culture. It's one decision at a time where as humans, we're like, we don't need this anymore. Let's throw it out. We don't need this anymore. Let's throw it out. And the out ends up in the oceans. It all ends up in the oceans. So uh, I'm sorry we left this to you. Chloe, I'm hopeful that you're sitting here and you're happy about doing something about it. I'm hoping maybe um, maybe my generation can leave money. Maybe my generation can leave better policy. You know, we're not dead yet. Uh, and we can put some things in motion. But uh, right, Rick, but but I feel like we're very lucky that the young people are energized about cleaning up the mess. Absolutely. And I, uh, I'm always amazed that, uh, the, uh, that high school students will get up and be out on a boat at 6 a.m. when they don't have to. So I'm very uh, proud of, of the work that they put in. And, uh, and it gives me hope for the future. Yeah, me too. Chloe Atkins, Rick Landa, thank you so much for joining us today. What a pleasure. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.